What's going on, podcast listeners? Hope you are safe and doing well during this time. Really stoked to bring another episode to y'all this week. This is actually a recording from my virtual meetup. Um, so this meetup I started earlier this year. It was, it's called Lunch IT. Check it out on meetup.com. But I now, since we can't gather in large places to do lunch, I now have moved this, um, this meetup to 100% virtual through Zoom. And so if you are interested uh, in joining for the next meetup, um, definitely connect with me and sign up on meetup.com. But I really hope you enjoy this. It is a roundtable conversation um, with a few junior developers all the way up to some senior and architect level individuals I know. Um, and it was really cool is, is having developers from other cities. Um, so there's a good developer friend of mine from Raleigh. And also um, there's another developer friend of mine from Houston, Texas on this uh, podcast episode as well. So I hope you enjoy it. You learned something from it. As always, if you need to reach me, taylor at vaco, V-A-C-O.com. And uh, obviously follow me on all social accounts at tdesen, T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. Uh, and finally, a little shameless plug, uh, me, Jake, and Dan um, from a few episodes ago started our own podcast. So it is called Unicorn Finders. Check us out in the Google Play or Apple iPhone store. And uh, it's just it's just a really good roundtable conversation I have with those dudes every week. So check that out. Um, again, please like, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It will mean an absolute ton to me if you haven't done it already. And uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks, y'all. I think a, <clears throat> I think a lot of good information is going to come out of this. And so, um, you know, I'm going to put this out for other people to to learn and pick up some notes and because I know everyone's kind of lost right now. A lot of people are lost right now. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, see here. I'll probably go ahead and get started. I don't see anyone else. I'm still trying to get used to zoom. I haven't used it a ton. I've used I still, it a ton. I still like zoom. People are knocking it. I don't know. Hangouts doesn't <laughs> work. Hangouts doesn't work. I tried that. Uh, go to meeting in class for a month. <laughs> No, rec recently, I don't know. Like I've, I've used it before then too. Yeah. Um, well, guys and girls, super. I mean, this is so cool for me to obviously have individuals from all over the country. So I want to go ahead and and just uh, kick it off with obviously some intros. Um, so I want everybody kind of like go around and introduce themselves and tell them tell everybody kind of what you do, where you're currently located. Um, and so so we'll start with that. So Michelle, if you want to kick it off, go ahead. Um, I'm Michelle. Um, I just got out of a boot camp at NSS, and so I'm trying to start a career in uh, junior software development. Um, I'm out here in Murfreesboro, and I think that's all. That's awesome. That's awesome. Ryan? Yeah, uh, I was in the, the same boot camp as Michelle, and we run several teams together, so that's fun to see her again. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, right outside Nashville. I'm in Franklin, and uh, my prior career was technical writing, technical communications, um, some instructional design as well. So I'm looking to do a career shift and, uh, yeah, be a junior uh, developer. My preference, I think, is front end, but uh, sure. we, did, we did the full stack program, so I could nice. do any of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Rob, take it away, man. Hey, everyone. I'm Rob Zelt. I'm a uh, software developer and uh, solutions provider uh, at the University of North Carolina out in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and uh, fairly involved with the development community around these parts in a, a number of different areas. But uh, yeah, just uh, happy to join and see what I can share. That's awesome. That's awesome. Scott, take it away, buddy. 
Hey, um, I'm Scott. I've been uh, soft, do, doing software development for um, a long time now, like 15 years, I think. Um, I lived in Nashville for 10 years and then a couple years ago moved out to Houston um, and have been uh, working out here ever since. And, 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 and we've missed you ever since. I know. I've missed Nashville. <laughs> um, Colin. Hey, guys. I'm Colin. I'm a front-end developer. Um, I've been doing this for well over a decade now. Um, back to the days of IE6 and Spacer GIFs and all of that fun stuff. It's a lot better now. Um, I'm currently a senior uh, front-end engineer for Smile Direct in downtown Nashville. Nice. Bill, man, go ahead. Uh well, I've been in software development for about 30 years, and currently I'm at Grangus Americas in Cool Springs as a senior uh, software engineer um, dedicated to uh, implementing new MES software in our plants. Awesome. That's awesome. So, um, so I guess my big thing is, is I know, I mean, I can sit here and talk for the next little bit. And, and again, I mean, there's no, I, I want this to be kind of concise and not super long. So, I mean, if, if we're all just kind of staring at each other awkwardly, you know, after a few questions, we can all get off. Right. I, I think my, my big thing is one, allow uh, individuals to, to hang out and, and see other faces, um, but also to, to learn, you know, from each other. Right. And so, um, you know, I guess, uh, I guess I'll go with Michelle first, cause she actually sent me the questions that wasn't an assignment. She went above and beyond. So um, what I'll do I is- saw it in your previous uh, thing saying you might have us do it. I'm like, well, this might help him. So might as well just send I it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, so I'll, I'll read um, one of, one of uh, you know, her questions. And, and I definitely want everyone to chime in, right? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, it's really cool because, I mean, we have two individuals coming out of boot camp. And then we have, you know, the rest of you all that are extremely technical who've been in, obviously, the, the, the field for years. And I think, obviously, they can learn a ton from you. Um, and then ultimately I can learn, I mean, I'm always learning, right? So um, like Colin, you said a bunch of weird things when you said your intro that I have no idea what you're talking about, but like Rob and Scott giggled and so did Bill. So obviously, you know, would, would obviously love to, to learn um, from y'all as well. So the first question is, you know, obviously Michelle, you know, I'm out of boot camp. you know, how do I set myself apart from others? Um, so I, I didn't know if anybody had any thoughts initially. Um, and, and, and if, if not, I can obviously dive in. Never stop learning. I was, that was a very dad answer, Rob. That was great. That was, that was <laughs> no, I think fantastic. it's so true that uh, learning often leads to opportunities. And, you know, one of the hardest things where, you know, you complete something, I've got, you know, a set of skills, I can put it a boot camp, what's next? And the ability to sort of pick up some projects, get involved with some things, continue to grow and learn, that opens up a lot of doors with opportunities and meeting people and trying new things. So I think, you know, for me, uh, you know, learning has been a path to, uh, you know, many of the, uh, Biggest opportunities in my career. Awesome. I would I tag that. that with um, never stop meeting people. Um, with the exception of one job in my career, every role I've had, it wasn't like me formally applying to it and like cold applying. It was a friend who recommended I apply for something and I sort of already had, you know, somebody who was aware the application was coming in. And it, it just whenever I've done interviews, I mean, whether or not it's, you know, you're intentionally doing it or, or not, if you know somebody or somebody knows somebody, you just rise to the top of the pack basically immediately because there's like that personal connection. So the more people you know, the easier it is to find a new role, even if you're not even looking for one. And that, that I'd say, you know, never stop learning is good, but also never stop meeting people and, and trying to make connections. 
I love that. I wanted to kind of add, and, and, you know, everyone's talking about meeting people, meeting people, right. But now we're stuck at home. Right. And so, and so (laughs) I I, I think, you know, I think some of us are probably more social than others. Um, You know, and, and I I think the biggest thing is, is how to meet people. So my thought is right now, and I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts too. I mean, obviously this is one of the reasons why I did this, this, uh, meetup, right? You know, ultimately, I want everyone to connect with each other on LinkedIn after this, you know, so obviously they can stay in touch. But I, I think the big thing right now is, is LinkedIn, right? Is utilizing that to connect with individuals to start conversations. I think for the people on the job market right now, I'm kind of preaching having, try to have one intentional conversation a day, right? So for people who are looking, Michelle, Ryan, this is your one intentional conversation, right? And ultimately, now I would, you know, advise to hit up these individuals, if they're open to it, uh, and obviously have further conversations, right? Because, you know, I, I think, um, I think people right now feel kind of socially constipated, right? I know it's a terrible term, <laughs> but you know, they're sitting at home and they're like, you know, Hey, listen, like, you know, how do I find a job? You know, how do I network? And it's like, I think when it comes down to it, it's, 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 it's hand to hand combat. As I like to tell my recruiting team, it's finding somebody on LinkedIn, connecting with them, starting a conversation, hopping on a phone call with them. Right. And so um, I think that's incredibly important right now during this time. So I don't know if any, any, any others had any comments of what you're seeing in the market, you know, how to build relationships during, during this time right now. No, no main thoughts. No, no big thoughts. That's fine. That's fine. We'll go to the next question. It's hard to build a relationship when you're sitting at home in your, your office. Like that, that is a tough road to, yeah. to, to get down no matter, no matter what. And I, I empathize with people trying to do that right now. Cause it's, I mean, I, I, I see my wife and my cats and yeah. that's how to go into Kroger. <laughs> like that's basically, I'm, I was excited for this call because I was like, I'm going to get to talk to people. And that is great. Yeah. yeah. People other than kids is nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it's a challenge to uh, communicate with people that you don't really know on LinkedIn right away. Yeah. Because I know I yeah. get a ton of contacts and everything through LinkedIn and a lot of recruiters and, you know, I have to just, basically ignore a lot of stuff so it's it's going to be a challenge for somebody that doesn't that you don't know to start conversations with that are going to be you know long lasting or productive even then but um um, that's a challenge but I, i i guess my only bit of advice is when you do get into a place communication is essential and i mean that's something that's constantly overlooked for technical people at least from my perspective, from a senior perspective, the ability to communicate requirements and to to bridge the gap between the technical and the non-technical people, it's way too far um, not emphasized enough in in jobs. I agree. Um, It it takes more than just the technical acumen to, to be successful. And like a couple of the other guys said, you know, you you have to be willing to constantly learn. I mean, I spent 20 years in consulting in Wisconsin, and I did everything from Lotus Notes development to .NET development to COBOL development. You 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 learn to adapt quickly. You learn to um, become a utility um, IT person as opposed to trying to specialize in one one specific field. Love that. That's so good. Thanks, Joe. Uh, yeah. I think that's the built to that point like that's kind of the challenge for us newbies at least i maybe maybe i can just speak for myself is that i don't have the experience i don't have i have the experience in industry in corporate america and other places but not in this 
regard. And so I have an idea of what I want to go into, but there's no context with it so that I can't communicate that effectively to, to others necessarily that oh, I want to go into like front, I can say front end design, but I, I can't get much more detailed than that. You know? Well, and I know when I'm interviewing, I do a lot of interviewing and when I interview people, we're, we're usually looking at entry level or minor experienced people. There you go. This is why I'm doing and, this right now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'll be honest, when I'm interviewing people, I'm, I'm not really, you know, I'm going to look at your resume and, and see what kind of technical background you have. I may ask you some technical questions just to make sure you're not BSing me about stuff. But for the most part, I'm looking for a cultural fit. I'm looking for personality. I'm looking for the soft skills. Like, you know, do you seem to be halfway organized? Do you, are you able to communicate? Um, can you, um, I guess, communicate your thoughts? I mean, if you say you're going to be a front end developer, I may, I may just let, let it go at that and just ask you maybe a few point questions about, you know, specific industries or specific types of applications or whatever. But I'm not so much worried about what your long-term goals are. I'm more worried about trying to make sure that you fit in with our culture and our group. And I want somebody productive and, and, and be willing to hit the ground running from the get-go. And I totally understand being able to, you know, I've got people that make, make mistakes every day. I make mistakes every day. But what I need is people that will be accountable for those mistakes, learn from them and move forward. Um, and, you know, Sad to say, a lot of cases, there's a lot of people out there that are not willing to make, not willing to admit that they make mistakes and not willing to learn from them. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd much rather have somebody out there that makes mistakes, owns up to it and moves on. Mm -hmm. you know, Taylor, that. you do a lot of, you know, team sports. And I think, you know, a great analogy is, you know, the teammates you want on your line where you don't have to score a goal or whatever every, you know, every shift, but uh, hopefully you don't get scored on or you don't, you know, trip your uh, teammates, you know, you're, you, you yeah. know, kind of hold your own with the group and you, you be, be an asset and, you know, Rob, be a good Rob, teammate. Rob and I are big hockey guys. So Rob and I, <laughs> funny little story, he and I got caught in a snowstorm in Raleigh together. We were having lunch and the lunch ran long and then it, we had to like take four hours to get back to our houses. So fun little fact. Um, Amazing uh, what an inch of snow will do in the South. I know. Hey, <laughs> that was not an issue. This snowed 12 inches. I think that day it was nuts. Um, so I, any other questions I, I, I can go through obviously all Michelle's, but I definitely want to see if anybody else has any questions or just kind of what you're seeing in the market or any thoughts or, you know, any market Intel anybody's wanting to, to hear about. I, I mean, again, this is kind of an open floor discussion. I've got a question. Yeah. Um, so is there any value in doing something like having a blog, like a technical blog um, or operating your own website or something like that? Mm. Uh, Colin, you, so. you, you like, you were like immediately perked up. So go ahead. You, you take this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got into having um, as a front end guy, I have a blog and I also have a code pen account where I'll throw little snippets up of, fun stuff I've built that I think is reusable. And for a really long time, I thought it was a total waste of time. And it was more of just like a, a catalog of like my experiences for me that I'm going to reference and nobody else is going to go look at it. Mm -hmm. Doing that blog and having that CodePen account has unlocked more in my career than anything I've done with okay. the exception of maybe speaking at conferences. Um, I, I have this blog post on Medium that I wrote like one night just for me. 
And for two years, it's been the number one ranking result. If you search for horizontal scrolling containers, it pulls over a hundred thousand. You know, I Google that month. all the time. I Google that all the time. <laughs> I, I've, I've been, I've been doing this long enough. I've been doing this for over a decade. I've had a lot of people I've worked with over the years and they will reach out to me like, Hey man, I haven't talked to you in seven years, but I found this blog post because I couldn't figure out how to do this. Just checking in, want to see how you're doing. Thanks for writing it. That's and crazy. like, it, it makes me feel great. Cause like, Oh good. Something I did years ago, helped somebody today. So I was lazy and did nothing today, but I helped somebody, <laughs> but it's, it's been really useful for um, the, having connections again or connecting with somebody you haven't talked to. And it also, I mean, whenever I'm interviewing, I always try to slide that little factoid in there because I think it stands out compared to other people. And it's, yeah, it's weird what hits and what doesn't. I've had some stuff on a blog and on a code pen where I think this is badass and it doesn't rank at all. Nothing. And then like some like horizontal scrolling containers to me are pretty simple, but it gets a ton of reads. And I'm not quite sure how I lucked into that. But I would say have something, even if you think it's not going anywhere, because if nothing else, maybe one day Google will index it and somebody will find it. And if nothing else, you have a repository of stuff that you've done you can go back and reference. So in a what's, worst case, what's code pen? I've never like, heard of that. It's where you can just go put like little snippets of HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, and it, it renders right in the browser. Hmm. And I can go to like if you made a code pen, I could go to that pen and edit your code live in my browser and play with it. So it's a really it's like Stack Overflow for front end developers, where if you want to show off or demo something, you can throw it up there. You don't need to download anything. You can leave comments. And um, it's been very useful for me just to have my own stuff to go back and reference, but also for others to grab and copy. And I'm obviously happy for them to go do that. Hopefully That's it still awesome. works. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I would say there's the... a tremendous value in doing, in doing a blog or, or something like that, depending on what you're doing. Um, if nothing else, for a catalog of what you've done, but it might help a ton of people and make connections and unlock job and career opportunities for you. So to springboard off of that, um, what Scott asked. I mean, what about um, projects, um, web development projects for, for others, even if it's, I don't know, like, you know, my mother's friend needs a website or something. I mean, does that, does to that sell, to sell her knitting hobby? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Saying? Well, she, her husband does like woodworking and they're trying to get some stuff together. So uh, yeah, I, I, think, I mean, you know, even if it's a, even if it's a static site, it's not, you know, I probably wouldn't need react or something. You know, I was considering using Gatsby or le learning that I don't know it um, to, to use react to create the static site. I mean, does that appeal Would that appeal to a potential employer? Having that I, kind of yeah, I mean, my, my, yeah, my, my two cents from a, um, you know, junior dev perspective, especially, <clears throat> you know, this, this isn't a popular opinion, but right now I would say you need to be taking on a bunch of free work yeah, and developing a bunch of sites for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because I'm going to tell you this coming out of Nashville software school and your demo day isn't enough anymore. Mm. It was, it was barely enough to begin with now it's definitely not enough right so like if i have a you know junior dad that submits his resume or her resume to me and then i look at it who do you think i'm gonna call just a demo day project or three or four side projects that they've been able to develop they can show they can send me a website you know they can show me the mobile app you know maybe spun up something react native right mm -hmm. i mean it's that to me is going to be an absolute game changer and and i absolutely think you need it i'm working with the dotnet architect right now in town he's he's um 
he's on bench with a consulting firm that they've had no work, obviously. And so he is actually doing a side project with .NET Core and deploying it to Azure. And it's like, it's been, you know, 20, 20 hours a week or so. Mm. I said, dude, put it on your resume, just like it's a normal job. I mean, it, I mean, if you're putting that much time and effort and, and, and it, it's, it, it's allowed to obviously for him to, to show that he's continuing to keep his chops up. So I think it's huge. I think personal projects are literally the best way to get, get experience. Yeah. And I think it's mm. less, about the, less about the, the destination than it is the journey. You know, it's great that you ended up building the site, but I'm able to show, you know, here's how I got there. Here are the things I did and have a conversation about it. Mm. It's great that, you know, yeah, you did that. You added value to somebody, but I think the real value to you in your career is that journey you went on. I, I, I built something. I, here's the lessons I learned along the way. You can talk about that. You can share it. You know, that's what's going to make an employer stop and listen. Um, the fact that you built it is sort of what gets their attention, but the real values in the journey you went on to, to build yeah, it. I, I would agree 100% with Rob. The, the fact that you actually took had the ambition to develop something outside of a, a, a paid job, um, and some of the, the trials and tribulations that you encountered, that, that would be more valuable to me than what the end product actually looks like or probably what even tools you use or anything, but just yeah. the ambition and, and what your mindset was going through the process. Mm. Seldom wow. will you build something and then just stop. If any, especially when you're starting out in your career, you're still trying to figure out what you wanna do. Yeah. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a front end developer, but that's a really broad term. And there's aspects of that that I enjoy more than others. And the only way I figured that out is by doing. And a lot of like yeah. fun little one-off projects have turned into bigger than that, where I was like, I'll just play with this for three hours because I'm unexpectedly at home tonight. And then a month later, I've worked on it, you know, 10 days or whatnot. So in addition to like building experience for yourself, you're, you might discover that, hey, this is the niche I want to go down just mm. by building something that you thought was going to be something small. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And Scott, I mean, I, you know, I, I think... And I think you and I have messaged back and forth about this, right? I mean, like, for example, what, what are you doing right now at work? Like a project you're currently working on right now? Um, I am upgrading everything to .NET 3.1. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So like for me, I mean, I, obviously I come from a non-technical perspective. Like I would love to know some of the features and the upgrades, mm -hmm. right? Document it, right? Because I, I think a lot of people who want to move that way, want to know it and you can be the guy that they see and you know what's crazy about linkedin when i like one of colin's things all of my followers see colin like that's how and then i don't know if that's good or bad probably more bad than anything else but <laughs> but 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 i mean that's what's crazy about linkedin right now and so from um, from a development perspective you know i i talked about kind of hacking the the job interview with linkedin um i put that post out a few days ago and I truly think that if, if you're out of work right now, I think you should interview yourself. And I think you should post a video on LinkedIn because the moment somebody likes that, all their connections are gonna see it. And if one of those is a manager in someone else's network and then they see you, like that's an immediate opportunity for you to get some traction with these hiring managers. So for you, I mean, if you're upgrading, like from, you know, hey, listen, we're doing and document it, right? You don't have to like, people think that you're, oh, I have to come up with something clever. Literally for me, I was having lunch one day with my wife and it was right when COVID kind of hit and I was able to kind of place a guy that got laid off at HCA, I mean, it, you, know, um, it, you know, in town and literally um, I was able to place him and, and my wife was like, 
I mean, isn't that so cool that like you can, you know, help people find a job during this time? And I was like, well, I didn't even think about it. I literally documented that conversation and 40,000 views later on LinkedIn and like wow. 400, 400 likes. And it's like, you, you just never know. But then of course I'm putting out like really good information. Like Colin says like, yeah, this is going to, this is going to hit, this is going to be really good. And there's like two likes and you're like, great. <laughs> you just, so you, so you just never know. Like I was, you know, so I was like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be, you know, uh, people are going to love this meetup thing. Right. And it's going to be great. And then like one of my postings had like zero likes and like 30 views. Right. So it's like, it just, it just all depends. But I, I think for you, I'd be fascinated to kind of walk, like walk with you through that journey of upgrading that. Yeah. Um, so that's just so, my thought. What, what as using like to post like blog posts and videos and stuff? Say that again. You kind of broke up. Uh, I said, uh, what for blogs and, and videos and stuff? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm using YouTube, LinkedIn. I mean, I'm, I'm going directly. I mean, I'm on my phone recording and then uploading directly to LinkedIn. Um, you know, okay. I, I have a website that's Squarespace that my wife is like set up for me, but I don't really actively use it one because I'm not technical and I can't really like figure out how to navigate things. Um, I'm like zero friction. Um, so I, I directly, I mean, I think LinkedIn right now, everyone should be on LinkedIn at least two or three times a day. Easy. Like LinkedIn should be your Facebook. LinkedIn should be your Instagram. LinkedIn should be your Twitter right now. It's, it's nuts. It's crazy. A lot of other people are using things like uh, GitHub pages, um, to, yeah. you know, post blogs there and have the repos linked. And you know, there's a lot of great sort of free locations to uh, put content out there. And then to Taylor's point, you know, don't just put something there and leave it, you know, link it from LinkedIn, other social media, you know, point to it and give opportunities to others to point to it as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think right now, I mean, this kind of goes into kind of the personal brand conversation and people are like, oh, personal brand, great, here we go, right? At the end of the day, it's just your reputation. I mean, it, it literally, personal brand is just reputation, right? Like when you think of Taylor, you think of floral shirts, right? I have one of my favorite ones on right now. Where's your right? floral shirt? You say what? Where's your floral shirt? I can't see it. it. It, 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 it's, oh, it's right there. here. <laughs> okay. It has, it has, has some flowers on it. This is more of my muted one. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, but no, I mean, right. So like, you know, Rob, Rob could post about, you know, Canadian hockey all day or maple syrup, right? Rob, 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 don't you have some like crazy, like Arduino stuff for your bees or something like that? Or your tomatoes or. Yeah, we, we do some stuff with, uh, you know, uh, we're, my wife and I are you know, hobby beekeepers and I've done some projects with hooking up our raspberry Pi scales, monitoring weight of the hives and just a fun little experiment that's, you know, opened up a lot of other conversations and opportunities from it. So. See, you don't have to recreate the wheel. And like, literally like Rob was doing that when I was out in Raleigh six, seven years ago. Right. And I, I still ask him, Rob, you still need to send me honey by by the way. So, you know, like, I, it, but it's just, it's cool stuff, right? Like that, right. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just start documenting and you start getting, you know, kind of into kind of your groove. So I would say, Scott, to answer your initial question, yes, I would highly recommend doing it. And you just have to start doing it, but also you have to be consistent, right? People are like, well, I'm going to post one time. No, it doesn't work that way. Usually you have to post every single day to get some sort of, um, you know, traction. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Like yeah. you, if you just, if like the other day I tweeted something about how I put four equal signs in my JavaScript and I was like, oh, it's been that kind of morning. Like that, <laughs> I that's don't even just, know what that means. <laughs> it means you're dumb and I was dumb. <laughs> um, but I mean, it, it's just putting stuff out there. And then I had a couple people text me and say, oh dude, thanks for posting that because I've had 
crappier code too. And it made me feel like I'm not the only one struggling on Monday morning working in my, my office. And you know, that tweet took me what, 30 seconds. So just throwing something out there, it, you know, maybe it doesn't go anywhere. Maybe it, you know, you make connections from it. Maybe it, it skyrockets, it gets tens of thousands of views. It doesn't mean you have to devote like four hours a day to crafting something. Yeah. It's it, whatever the analogy is like throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. Some of it that sticks, you would have never guessed that it would, but the only way you find out is by throwing stuff up there. And I mean, you know, I'm not going to go put on a floral shirt, but I'm going to throw some stuff on I'll Twitter. Send you one. <laughs> my <laughs> wife wouldn't want that. <laughs> but like, it does, like, I guess my point is it doesn't have to be a lot. It could just be something really small and, you know, see where it goes. Yeah. yeah and, and, and I think too, um, so there's one guy I follow on Twitter uh, for everybody in Nashville. You probably have seen him, Seth Alexander. Um, he's at uh, Evidence Care right now, really involved with um, uh, the, the meetup. Uh, free job camp yeah and the javascript meetup that kyle welch did uh, underground js last year but um he always posts every day what are three things you're thankful for every day every day consistent every day what are three things you're thankful for and literally like it it like we're we're talking here and he was the first thing that popped in my head just because he stays consistent so um i would say that that would be my thing scott from if you want to document do it but definitely stay consistent okay um that was a good conversation. Any any other questions? I, I can definitely I can definitely keep reading uh, Michelle's questions. Go back to it, um, or if y'all need to go grab lunch, we can obviously wrap this thing up. I'm totally down for whatever. Oh, we have There's one question. Questions. We have good. one question. Oh, cool, awesome. Um, see you, Rob. Take it easy, buddy. Um, so let's talk um, from a. I'm kind of curious. Scott, really everybody, are you guys getting hit up by jobs a lot still from, from recruiters um, right now or, 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 has it, or has it died down at all? Um, in Houston, it's died down some. It has. Yeah. Colin, you're, you're, you're shaking your head that, I mean, obviously it's still, it's still pretty rampant right now. It, it's rampant, but what's kind of funny is it's everything that's not in Nashville. Um, there, everybody's like, Hey, do you want to move? I'm like, I'm not moving in the middle of coronavirus. <laughs> um, there, I, I think I've gotten like one or two, like the uh, Amazon's in Nashville and they usually spam everybody once a week just to see if you're interested. But I've gotten, I usually get, um, I don't know, a couple of messages a week. And most of them are like, Hey, do you want to move to Seattle? Do you want to move yeah. to California? And yeah. I even, I mean, I put on my LinkedIn profile, like, my wife and I live in Nashville. We're very happy here. We're not interested in relocating, but they're not reading that. So whatever. No, we don't, we don't really read that, that much. We just kind of dive in. Bill, have you seen anything at all on your end? Um, I would say it's slowed down. Um, okay. I still get a lot of uh, contacts though, because I've got some unique uh, platform experience with Microsoft Dynamics and sure. things are a little bit harder to recruit for. Um, so I'm still getting a lot of those every day. Um, but probably even even with that, it's probably less than it was three months ago. Yeah. Um, and then I get a lot of contacts just because I've been in manufacturing for a while now. So that's another hard industry to find people because a lot of the stuff I do is not not front end pretty. It's a lot of a lot of um, you know machine level two integration type stuff. So um, it's uh, it's a little bit probably more unique skill set uh, in today's marketplace so okay cool hey taylor yeah i was gonna say um in terms of like linkedin message i think this was something you posted about okay. a, a week or two ago the the best way 
to get a job right now is to not try to ask to get a job, just check in and see how you're doing. Yeah. Was that you? Yeah. Yeah. That if somebody messaged me and just was like, Hey, just checking and want to see how you're doing, it's going to more, I'm going to be more likely to respond rather than if it's just, Hey, I'm looking for a job and here's my resume because <laughs> people do that all the time. Bill, if, Bill, you're, you're not in your head too on that one. <laughs> <laughs> if you just, if you just send me a message and it's like, Hey, you know, I heard, Smile Direct is doing well or whatever. And I want to see how you're doing with the coronavirus because I know you guys have retail stores. What's your reopening plan? Something like that. Just starting a conversation about the industry or technology or something. I will absolutely, absolutely write back, even if I'm like, oh, well, they're probably looking for a job. But if it, you just start the conversation with like, hello, how are you? Yeah. Um, I think you're going to be a lot more, you're going to find people a lot more receptive to write back, especially because we're all sitting at home and I agree 100% <laughs> because I can't tell you how many times I get this, hey, here's my resume. And it's just like, okay, you have 0% chance of me reading that. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the approach. It's all about just common courtesy. Um, you know, at least show some, feign some interest in what, in what my job is or where I'm at or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I totally agree, Colin. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's big. I mean, I think, again, right now, what's what's cool about LinkedIn, so like with like with Twitter, right, I can follow Colin. Colin doesn't have to follow me back, right? I follow you back. I, no, I know you do. That's not the point, Colin. <laughs> Dang, dude. Um, <laughs> Just want to get that out there. I know, the I know. And, and, and so, but like with LinkedIn, once you connect with somebody, both of y'all follow each other. Right. And so I, I think, I think that, I think the big thing is, and from hacking, and again, I'm going, I'm talking a lot about social media and LinkedIn right now, because, you know, I would say that's the best way to network. Right. I mean, Michelle, Ryan, I mean, if I were y'all, I'd be on LinkedIn all day. I mean, and, and I would be, um, you know, messaging people, you know, you can customize the invite on the messages, you know, Hey, just want to check in kind of curious to hear what's going on at smile direct, right? You know, you know, what are you working on? And so I, I, I think that's big. Um, I think that's big right now for sure. Um, well, cool. A, a, any other major questions? I, I feel like, I feel like this was a good time, um, you know, together. I didn't know if there's any, any burning questions anybody wanted to ask before we sign off. No, no, just anything you want to get off. Cool. All right. Well, y'all, thanks again for hanging. I did, this was really cool. Connect with everybody on um, LinkedIn, everybody on here. Um, and uh, holler for Nemi, okay? Taylor, uh, one, one thing actually is yes. this, so is this a regular thing or is this the first time you've done this? So I, so this lunch IT meetup I've been doing consistently. Well, f from the beginning of the year, we were doing, I was doing intimate lunches of uh, 10 engineers. Um, and obviously because I can't, we can't do lunches. I just figured, you know, people one need some social time, even yeah. if, you know, you are an introvert. Um, unlike Colin, I am an introvert. I think Colin is Colin should be a recruiter. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, you know, so I, I think I'm going to make this consistent, right. I, I, I think, I think for the next few months, I think it's gonna be an interesting time. Um, and I think, you know, I'm, I think different people can get, you know, different things with each other out of each other rather. So yeah, I, I plan on doing this in June. Okay, good. Yeah. And may I reach out and connect with you, all of you on LinkedIn? Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So what, so what's here for? We're, yeah, Michelle, I'm already connected to you, I think. So. Yeah, we've known each other for six months. We're good. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, y'all, thanks again for hanging. Y'all enjoy the rest of your Friday and uh, be safe, okay? Thank you. All right. All right. See y'all. Thank you. Bye-bye.